0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to you. I'm your host, John Mary, and, uh, and I you start with most of my podcast, For those who will li- who might be listening to me for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And for those who have uh, been with me from day one, I want to say thank you for doing so, and please continue to come back, invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, <laughs> whoever, whoever, you do, whoever you feel that might be interesting to listen to this podcast as we talk nothing nothing but football on, on on this podcast um this is the 80th episode since I started this podcast I believe it was June 24th of last year and it is quite an me it's quite unbelievable and I didn't think I'd really be doing it this much um I've had fun doing it you know. I've had, I've had people that have reached out to me, uh, you know, whether they're, they're reason, the reason Podcast, wisdom Podcast, uh, actually Amazon, Amazon has reached out, reached out to reached out to me and no no place called pod has reached out to me and they have, um, so it's like the, the word is getting out there. I guess you could say slowly, but surely, but it, it is getting out there. And you know, for those, I want to say you know, thank you for saying that I have a distinct voice. So, supposing that's what it, what I have been at least told by um some of these uh some of these people have had a couple that have a distinct voice. I don't know how true that really is, but I guess it is. It is what it is. Um, update from last episode. Um, as I've told as I've told my viewers, um, COVID COVID did hit me. Uh, However, doing better. Uh, hope uh, as of right now, we'll be stepping back into the workforce as of tomorrow. At least as of as of right now, uh, unfortunately, just took a test here recently, earlier, and it's the it's still there. I'm still running positive. Um, what they tell me, the the bug can stay your system for. Anywhere from maybe three to six months or so that I had been told. So hopefully I can get that stuff situated, get squared away. Uh, trust me, it's not no fun when you're stuck in one part of the house for an extended period of time. I guess you're trying to stay away, hoping your family doesn't catch doesn't catch it as well. I now, mean, knock on knock on wood. Luckily. They have they have avoided that, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, enough of this, enough of this talk. Let's let's jump into some football, and we started off last episode talking about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Let's talk about another quarterback, and that is Lamar Jackson. Now, there's a couple uh, Twitter photos that he has put out there, but I'll talk about. We'll talk about both of them, but I'll talk about one right off the bat, and that's the one where he has come in. Looks like he has been hitting the weight room. He's Hang beefed, on while I get connected to Wi-Fi. He's beefed. He's beefed up. Now, when I look at that, some people don't. Some experts are not taking, or not thinking anything big of of it. People are just like shrugging their shoulders. Okay, what's the big deal? Well. To me to me being a football fan and being a Cincinnati Bengals fan and since the Ravens are from the same division, here's how I take how here's how I take Lamar Jackson and beefing it up. It's very simply put, is you know what the Baltimore Ravens are gonna do. They are going to get back to a being successful that is, run the football. To me, what that's telling me is Lamar's beefed up because Lamar knows he's gonna take a pounding this year. From, yeah, from the, uh, from our that's on his schedule this coming season. One of the Baltimore Ravens are famous for running the football. Now last year, last year we all get it, the top three running backs was hurt before the season even began. That's why they go ahead and get, you know, that's why they go ahead and get with Devontae Freeman. Uh, Le'Veon Bell came in for a brief, <laughs> a brief period of time. Latavius Murray was there. They had to they had to go ahead to and pull somebody off the street, pretty much stick them in a running back, and that's kind of what they did for most you know for most of the year last year. Wherever they could find a running back, they tried They try to plug him in. The offensive line it had some injuries; it wasn't as solid as it had been in the past. And Lamar Jackson. Lamar actually got off to a pretty decent start. He was actually throwing the football and did a very good job of throwing the football. But with Lamar, injuries came in, and then he ended up lose. He lost a lot of games, he lost what, he missed the last four games of the season, and Tyler Huntley took over. But the bottom line is, here it is, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, your top two running backs, they are supposed to be back, uh, I don't know the bigger news in training camp, I'm sure, I'm sure Coach Harbaugh, John Harbaugh will tell us more of, of the situation, their situation, will they be ready for camp, and you know, will they play preseason games, or will they be ready by game one. That's something that we'll have to look into, but if these guys are healthy, you know, consideration. You got your top two running backs back. They signed Mike, Mike Davis away from the Carolina Panthers. Justin Hill, he should be back. So let's just say you have four running backs that you didn't have on your roster last year that are there this year, that will definitely boost your running game tremendously. You've also got a rumor that, hey, let's be honest with you, there is no Marquise Brown is gone, he's gone off to the Cardinals so your receiving corner is not that very, he's not strong Hey, drafted Richard Bateman you think Bateman's going to be your number one receiver for years to come and maybe he, he might very well be but in time we have to find that out you have one of the best tight ends in football Mark Andrews but the bottom line is what made Ravens famous what made him successful is running the football and now all the weapons are back in the running game. Lamar Jackson's healthy; he's beefed up. And the bottom line is, Ravens will get back to what they're doing, running the football. And this is why this. And I guarantee you, they had to have a conversation. That had, had to have some type of conversation with Lamar Jackson to pretty much say, "Hey Lamar, this is what we're going back to doing. We're successful at doing this. Uh, maybe, maybe if you go out here, you know, bulk up a little bit all season." We've got, you know, do that. Now, I know Lamar is in a contract situation. I get that and understand that. But Lamar, but Lamar knows that the Ravens themselves that, hey, we've got to run the football. That's what made it, that number one. Now, they have a good football team. It was a run game and a solid defense. The defense should improve on last year. I think the back end will be way better than it was last year. Adrian's hurt them, but now those, some of those guys are back. They drafted well, which is what else is new for the Baltimore Ravens. They always seem to draft well. So, again, what I take the message from Lamar Jackson is quite simple. They're going to run the football this year. They're going back to Baltimore in football. That's what that's telling me. And I got a feeling if they go do that way, Lamar Jackson Go take a pounding. You know, Lamar's still a young guy, and in some ways, that might not be the wise decision because, hey, take on a Cam Newton. Cam Newton was that way for many, many years, and then eventually, Cam probably took too much of a beating. Lamar Jackson could be the same situation, some situation. Cam is bigger than Lamar Jackson, and Cam, at some point in time, Cam could take a level of a beating of Lamar Jackson. But I think Lamar figures, if I bulk up, maybe this will help me. You know, this will help the Baltimore Ravens. This will help me, you know, become a better, you know, better, better player. This will make what we need to do to get the job done. I need to bulk up. And basically, like I said, now, you got to understand, Lamar's in that contract is in the contract year. And there's been speculations how much Lamar is going to ask for. And I've always said in my previous podcast, and I had other, you know, uh, sportscasters say pretty much the same thing that I'm saying, is you know, the, the marking, the, the benchmark has got to be the $40 million deal, $40 million a year that Dak Prescott's getting. And the thing is, Lamar will probably ask more, maybe a $42, $43 million price range. Because let's be honest with you, Lamar has won a couple of layoff games. Yeah. 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 He's been MVP, what I call Dak can't say that. Lamar can say that. Now, if you wanna make speculation that Dak probably has better passing numbers than Lamar, maybe you can make that speculation. But the point is Lamar Jackson is a, is is valuable to the Baltimore Ravens. Now that's not knock on Tyler Huntley. Huntley did a pretty decent job this past season, you know, taking over for Lamar when he got hurt. But yeah, everybody knows Football fan, or in that Baltimore locker room, you got a better chance of Lamar Jackson is on that field to win a football game. And I'm sure Lamar is. I'm sure Lamar knows that. His agent knows that. And I'm looking if Lamar gets it, it's going to be a forty-two, maybe a forty-three million dollar price range. Now, Lamar is not Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has 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 been has been to two Super Bowls. He's won one even to the AFC championship game yeah. so Paul, yeah, he has that you know, Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers didn't want a Super Bowl it's been many many years but Aaron does and Aaron's considered one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the game okay now Josh Allen Josh Allen had a great year last year he proved his strides last year and so I'm thinking about that. So I'm thinking the some people believe that Josh Allen could improve on this year but the thing is, Lamar Jackson, Lamar's gonna get paid. And I'm sure Lamar is pretty much Lamar is just, he's just waiting around to see what his him and his agent come up with what the Baltimore Ravens are going to spend. And to be honest, with you, the Baltimore Ravens are kind of kind of backs in the corner. They know that they've got a better chance to win football games with Lamar Jackson as a quarterback better than Tyler Huntley or better than I. But as far as balking up, I mean as far as him coming in beefed up, the bottom line is they're going to the football more. That means Lamar Jackson the ball is going to be his hands running the football. And I think Lamar knows he's got to beef up to take that pound and take those hits. And to me that's that's what that's all about. There's something to do. So if there's Lamar Jackson, him <laughs> running the football is a danger, is a dangerous thing. Whether it's, it's, it depends, is it good for the Baltimore Ravens? That's what makes it successful. But let's be honest with you. Lamar can't run the ball, he can't pull the ball down 20, 25, he can't run the ball 20 or 25 times a game. We all know that you gotta pass the football. Now Lamar had times that showed that he can't throw a football. But your weapons are drilling. And their strength is the running back. take it as I take it as Lamar Jackson is bulking up simply put because the Ravens are gonna run the football and he's gotta bulk up because he knows he's gonna take a penalty he's gonna take a beating. And this is why that's why it becomes interesting for NFL teams because that's what they're doing. And I'm sure there's i I'm sure there's NFL teams that have noticed that that's what the Ralph Baltimore Ravens have in mind. So hopefully Lamar Lamar is geared up this coming season. And hopefully he will, um, for him, I hope he gets his money. Because to me, to me, the Ravens, with Lamar Jackson a lot, is scarier to any NFL any NFL team playing the Baltimore Ravens than it's going to be with a Tyler Hunter or somebody else in the lineup. Now, I'll jump off Lamar Jackson for a few minutes. something else and we'll talk about one particular uh, football team that is chicago bears have you now heard the story that that the bears now want to build a dome off a of shoulder field have you heard have you heard this story the bears want to build a dome dome maybe they will do some upgrades build a dome over the stadium you know uh, there's even some reports they might move, that they might move away from Soldier Field. That's another rumor that I've heard as, as well. And it's a hard thing to believe, you know, that the Chicago Bears would move away from Soldier Field, they have been at Soldier Field for many, many years. And shot Bears are the oldest, are one of the oldest football teams in the NFL. With the great, with the great George Halas, you know, and what he did with for the Chicago Bears. But to me, when I read this story, when I read this story, I kind of shook my head and I kind of, you know, I kind of thought and I said, I know nowadays we're going, yes, we're going to a different everybody wants a dome stadium. it's so it seems. But the thing about it is if you're a true football fan, I put the dove on the stadium. Now, I get the Chicago Bears want to make some upgrades. I get it and I understand it. Chicago, Soldier Fields probably. I don't know how old Soldier Field really is. It may be one of the older stadiums out there because everybody else here lately turns around and seems to get a, you know, get a get a brand new stadium. Or so it seems to be the case. I mean I know the um, Washington's looking for a new uh, new location in Woodbridge, Woodbridge, Virginia that's come out, but you got, you know, but the thing with Chicago is this, is like, why, why put a double over, a dome over? I mean, who doesn't like to play football in the snow, right? I mean, Green Bay Packers have made that, I mean, Green Bay Packers, they're still in Lambeau Field, sure, they've made some upgrades, but they, they, but nobody's coming out and saying, hey, let's go throw a dome over, over a uh, Lambeau Field. Colonel Lambeau or Vince Lombardi would probably probably turn over their graves if, if, if Green Bay ever came up with uh, something something like that. And to me, I hope they don't because to me, George House would probably turn would turn over his grave if he figured anything found out that the, that the Bears to put a dome over 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 it. Now there's talk about they might move. I don't know they might move. What I don't know, thirty miles down the road or something or. Something like they're talking about moving. They want more sponsorship. Well, you gotta, give, you got give Jerry Jones credit for that. When Jerry Jones bought the Dallas Cowboys, the NFL was had like one type of sponsorship that they dealt with, and Jerry Jones goes, "Uh, we're gonna book we book that system." Yeah, y'all, yeah, like, y'all want Pepsi wants to be on it, yeah drink of the NFL, I'm going to make my Dallas Cowboys coke is a drink of the you know, drink of the NFL or something like that, but, but Jerry knew, Jerry knew sponsorships, he knew, and the Chicago Bears, I'm sure, and I can understand Chicago Bears, sponsorships, and sponsorships, it's more money, it's more money, it's more money that you can add for a possible free agent that might want to come to your team, and the Chicago Bears, they kind of struggled off and on the last few years, but I get it. With Chicago, they wanna do something, they wanna do something different. They want a, a stadium. A new stadium possibility. What a done Now, I get I get the Chicago Bears point of view in this regard. You gotta remember it was it was, you think about it, Los Angeles. Los Angeles got their got there, so a brand new stadium. And some feel it is like it's 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 certainly the best stadium in the NFL. It wasn't that long ago years, it wasn't seem like a long ago Dallas. Jared Jones got Dallas some New Stadium. It's, and it's awesome. It wasn't that long ago New York. I think, well maybe not New York, New Jersey, they got themselves a new, a new state that long ago. was it several years ago as well. Now I get it. It's like when you think, when you think of big city teams in the NFL, Los Angeles comes to mind. New York comes to mind. And the only team that a lot of people don't think about is Chicago. Chicago's a big city. And there's nothing, and I can understand why Chicago would want a brand new stadium. Or they would want to do upgrades on it. Because you got to remember, Chicago's a big city. When you think of you think Los Angeles, New York, Chicago. Now, Sure, there's many other cities, there's you can go up down the list of big of, you know big name cities. Some say we're in the city of Buddha Love, Philadelphia. But Chicago is that, Chicago is that, is, that, is that type of town, it's that type of city. And Chicago fans, they love their sports. I mean my gosh. If you're in Chicago, you are a hard Chicago Cubs fan. It took you a hundred plus years yeah. <laughs> until you finally won until you got to you finally won a World Series. You got the Chicago White Sox, I mean Cubs versus, yeah, Cubs and White Sox, you're a Cubs fan, you're a White Sox fan. Chicago, you got, who can't forget the Chicago Bulls? Who can forget how Michael Jordan captured yeah, captured a town and won them six, six, champ, six championships? What about the Chicago Blackhawks? People are big Chicago Blackhawks fans. That are Chicago Blackf- Blackhawks fans. And then again, you Chicago Bears. Joe Hallisons to the Walter Paytons of the world, Mike Ditka, On and on and on about some of the greats that play for the Chicago Bears. Who could ever forget about the 1985? Chicago Bears. The Buddy Ryan defense. You know, Chicagoans, Chicago, Chicagoans love their sports, love their sports teams. And I have, yeah, and you want to do what's best for a loyal fan base like Chicago. I get it, and I understand it. And you should be everything in your power to give the, Chicago- the Chicagoans what they deserve. Now, I'm sure a lot of Chicago people might agree with me is don't put a dome over the day on Soldier Field. Because if you're Chicago, I mean, you call that that's why they call it a home field advantage. Because let's be honest with you, a lot of people, a lot of people don't wanna to go to Green Bay or Chicago if it's uh, uh, minus 20 degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't play football. I'm sure if Chicago Bears players probably won't play in those conditions either. But that's a different subject for a different matter. But again, I get it. In sponsorships, if you can get if you can get five or six different types of sponsorships, that's more money that you can put into your franchise. If you can Get those free agents. You Try to convince those people to come to Chicago you now. Chicago, you got, a new, you, got, you got a new coaching staff. Hopefully Justin Fields improves in his second year in the NFL. Now Chicago's gonna have to probably go through a little, a little bit of a rough period. If you look at the NFC North, they could well finish maybe third. I still think Green Bay, Minnesota are still the top two teams in the division. Detroit, there have been some good stuff that's been coming out of Detroit here lately. And some, you know, who knows, some some people might take Detroit, finish the third, Chicago may want up in the cellar in the NFC North. And I'm sure it's hard. It is hard. And it is hard for fans. For the Chicago Bears the Chicago Bears fans. Because they can remember they remember the uh, they remember the uh, good old days. The Bears they did win the Super Bowl back in eighty five. I mean heck the Bears the Bears even Comparison to put up with what Rex Grossman is a quarterback, but I get it. And I get it in Chicago. I'm, I'm sure the I'm sure, I'm sure the ownership, the houses. I'm sure they know deep down inside that hey, times are changing. If Los Angeles can get, get a new stadium, if New York, it's like hey. Chicago's right here. Chicago is still in the top, top, you know, top cities in the football world, and it still is. Chicago's a great town. Never been there. I've seen, you know, I've seen my, you see, I've seen my share of pictures over the years of Chicago. Looks like a great town. You now, to me, I never, I never been much of a, I'm not much of a cold nature person if you want to say. I've never had to I'd rather have to heat. And I told him that for years. I'd rather have the heat. I'm not much of a cold cold person. But, but that's Chicago. I mean the Chicagoans are Chicagoans, like are I said before, die hard fans. And I get it, you want to get yeah, you want to. Simply put, you want to get a yeah, yeah, I get it. Whether you want to put a dome over it, I wouldn't. I would not highly recommend no dome. If you go do upgrades on it, fine. Go do some upgrades on it. As far as moving is concerned, I don't know. That's yeah. That's something I do not have a straight answer for. But it's interesting. I have, you know I have to bring it up. It's interesting. I can't. I just can't see Chicago Chicagoans in, in, in a dome. I don't see it. I can't see George 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 Allison, he's alive today. I don't see even proven of that. I really don't. Could they move? That possibly sounds more. Yeah, you know, I can see that maybe more so than I can see putting a dome over the state. Don't don't understand that. But the question mark would be as well if you move, are you going to put a dome over that new state? If, if if that was going to be the case, I'm sure that's possible. But to be honest with you, it's like if you move into a new stadium and you throw a dome over it, it kind of kills. It kind of kills the buzz in Chicago for all those years, all those games, the games in the snow. What is it? What is it? The fog, the fog bowl, I believe, between them and Philadelphia. If if, if remember yeah, you remember that, right? Yeah, one of the wildest games ever. Yeah. It's just to me is if you do if you're, yeah, you're gonna do a new stadium, you can't put a dome over it. I can see, I can see if you do a new stadium and you want to pay tribute. I can see, instead of Soldier Field, you call it, House, House Field after George House. I would get that, and certainly that's understandable. And I can, see, I can see it now. You pay tribute to all the great, the great Chicago Bears that have come and have come and gone, Gale Sayers. Walter Payton, Dick Buckus, you can go on and on and on about the great Chicago Bears players. I can see if you somehow do some kind of enshrinement, you know. And of course, nowadays, what what team doesn't have but upgrades over over boxes, over box seats? Who has? You know, who doesn't have an owner's box and stuff like that, Who doesn't have an upgrade on that? Who doesn't want to have? um TV, restaurants in there. And there's a place there's places now where you can go to a store it, a little small little store where you can go in and buy jerseys of Chicago Bears, of current Chicago Bear players, or even some jerseys of some of the greats in the past. Yeah, can I see Chicago doing something like that? Yeah, I can do seeing doing something like that. But I would throw a dome over it. No, more, really, no. And I'm sure you can find some sponsors that they'll get way right behind right behind them. For Chicago, I hope they don't really throw no dome over a stadium. I really don't. can I see them moving a few miles down the road? Yeah, I can see that. might be, maybe, you know, but again, you would hate to leave Soldier Field, but again, in today's NFL, sometimes you have to go do, you have to get a new stadium. You have to get new sponsorships because you got to keep up with the Joneses, right? You got to keep up. You got to keep up with the, the LA's the Dallases, the New Yorkers, so forth and so on and so on. But you gotta keep it yeah, out, but I can see, I can see that they've gotta keep up the times. And for Chicago, like I said, Chicago is one of the better cities in the NFL. they got a great sports base, great sports fans. You got a baseball, two baseball teams, a football team, a basketball team, a hockey team. It's a great sports town one of the best sports towns in sports. I'm sure others will probably, maybe I'm sure L.A. will say, we got a great sports town. New York will say, well, hey, we got the Yankees, the Jazz, the Giants, the Knicks. Now I'm sure some people, I'm not, you know, some people, basketball fans might shake your head when you mention the Knicks. Yeah. But you got like, what, the Islanders, the Rangers, right? I'm sure some those not one New York a great sports town. And that could probably be the case. But for Chicago, I wish them all the best in the world. I would throw a dome over the stadium. If you plan on getting a new stadium, don't throw a dome over it. Because that's what makes Chicago great. I mean, how many years has the Chicago Cubs been at Wrigley Field? Many years. Now, I know the White Sox, they ended up getting a new stadium several years ago. I get it. But again, the Bears follow suit of the punish Chicago the Cubs. If you want to make some upgrades here and there, go for it. Go do it. If you've you got to move, move the stadium, I get it. you got to keep up with Joneses. The NFL is always evolving. But if we do a new stadium, don't put a dome over it. Because that's what made you, is what makes Chicago unique. think about J.U. and what Lambeau Field a lot of all teams in the NFL NFL, are either just got new stadiums or their stadiums not entirely old but then again some of the stadiums have been around for maybe 10 years some people want to get out of that lease. and they want to go somewhere else but for Chicago for Chicagoans I wish you the best of luck but I'm sure my Chicago my Chicago my Chicago fans will tell you they will tell you don't throw a dumb over the stadium, but I get it. You gotta keep, you gotta keep up with the rest of the NFL and what they're doing. I get it, I understand it, but don't throw no dumb over no stadium. Now we'll jump back into the Lamar Jackson the other, the other Twitter thing here. Now, supposedly had some. What was the other picture? That had some. I, I, I've seen it. I, I kind of saw it. Was like some gold, something, something gold stuff, and then they had like a dollar thing, and somebody said, "Well, that's yeah, that's Lavar Jackson telling the Ravens to hurry up. You need, you need to uh, get me, get me my money, my money, you need to get to me like right. soon." Better. Now, and again, again, that's that's you know, and again, I know the media can blow so much stuff out of proportion. Now doing this podcast is I'm not part of no media I'm not part of no you know no major network or ESPN or you know ESPN or NFL network or whatever the case might be and I don't have any jobs in mean, these outlets ads this is my own podcast so I'm not part of the media and I'm like everybody else it's a free country got an opinion I don't pay too much attention I have seen it I don't pay that much I'm not paying that much attention I don't really a I mean is there a meaning behind it or not now a bar says is not really a meaning behind it it's just something he threw, he threw up on the, on the page now again I'm not you know I'm a psychiatrist like if I wasn't bad I could mean, have been a, heck of a, heck of a lot more money than I do my current job so let's just let's just say that but I don't it, it, I'm not putting a grain of salt into it. I'm not reading into it. Does Lamar want to get paid? Yes, I'm sure he does want to get paid. I mean, like I said, we've already discussed this. If a guy like that Prescott can make 40 million a year, yeah, you know, then Lamar's probably worth 42, 43 million a year. Again, he's not worth Patrick Mahomes' money or Aaron Rodgers' money. Now, if you want to make an argument Allen, maybe you can make an argument. They should be maybe in there with Josh Allen. Josh Allen came into his own last year, but Lamar has won an MVP. Lamar has won a couple of playoff games before Josh Allen did. If you want to make that argument, maybe you can. Now, Josh can on football, but Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's a better winner. I'm not saying Josh Allen's a crappy winner, but I get it. For the thing about the other. Uh, the gold plated thing. I'm not really I don't really put much grain of salt into it. Um to me, is he is he trying to give a message to the Ravens? I don't know. Like I said, I'm not Lamar Jackson's head. I'm not in his camp. I'm not his agent. I don't know. Doesn't he, like I said, does Lamar want to be paid? Absolutely. I'm sure he does want to be paid. So I don't put a lot of grain of salt into it. I'm reading into it. Not really. But could Lamar be sending as a message? He could be. But again, that's not, you know, again, only Lamar Jackson and his crew know, and his, his inner circle would know that better than anybody. But like I said, the one thing I do is Lamar Jackson comes in camp, excellent shape, beefed up. That, that one showed me more so that Lamar's ready to go. I like that pick more, that I'm interested in that would pick about the uh, the dollar sign, the gold bars and dollar signs. Now, speaking of um, teens, I guess this one just came out today is that the Pittsburgh Steelers' home will no longer be Hyde's Field. And and it's supposed to be a new, yeah, it's supposed to be a new um, I can't, I can't remember the name, what the name of the new state will be called. It's a, a firm in, in Michigan, I believe, that has no ties to the community. Now, Hines Field had ties to the Pittsburgh community, and but I believe that the story, is, if the story I've got is correct, uh, I think Hines was kind of being around the bush with the Pittsburgh Steelers about trying, to I guess, to, Re-sign a deal with them for them to keep the use yeah you know, for them to keep using the stadium and I think the Heinz just kept blowing them off and this new team this uh this business in Michigan stepped in and said hey we want we wanted to do yeah, you know, we want you to go ahead and use iron name for the stadium Pittsburgh jumped on it now again welcome to the welcome to the world of business right and that's how business is now Again, we discuss we discuss the same situation about the Chicago Bears that we're discussing right now, and it's you know it's very simply put, it's all about the almighty dollar because Pittsburgh can use that money they'll get from this new place, and you know, then for them to use their name on the stadium, you can put that towards you know players that you have to pay the big bucks for eventually now. I know there's one was it Deontay Deontay Johnson who had a good year last year and his contract's up here soon. But the understanding is the Sears do not want to pay a receiver a lot of money. I guess the last time I paid a receiver that much amount of money was Antonio Brown and how did that pan out for him? So I'm sure I'm sure this new this new team, I'm sure this new business, if you will, going to pay is going to pay him a lot of money for the yeah to put their name on that stadium. And I'm sure like I said, I'm sure that's the money I'll be investing somewhere else where it goes back on defense, coaching staff, or wherever the case, you know, wherever the case might be. But again, the Pittsburgh series is like any other any yeah, any other business, if you if you will, or any other football team. Hinesville had been around for several years. If they used your name on the stadium, they had ties. Who doesn't love, who doesn't love some Heinz up right? But the thing is, Heinz gotta be around the bush. Pittsburgh didn't want to, yeah. Pittsburgh wasn't gonna be around the bush any longer. And it doesn't matter if, uh, if some big business wants to throw their name on the stadium. Hey, you know, hey, you want to you put your name on the stadium? Yeah, can you give me, yeah. Can you give me $500 million for, for you to do that? Hey, you give me $500 million. I'll stick a name on the stadium. And believe me, that's, again, it that got to be a point where Pittsburgh is doing business. It's doing business for the organization. Is doing business for their fans because you eventually going to start paying some players some big bucks. Now, they did sign. T.J. Watt did get a new contract, but you got to look ahead of the box. I mean, at some point in time, a guy like Najee Harris, so what if Najee Harris outplays his contract? Yeah. You know, Nasha, get greedy and say, hey, you know what? I want some money. I got to have my money. I don't know about the Deontay Johnson situation. Maybe they keep Deontay Johnson around. Who knows? Mike Tomlin, hey, maybe I need to get Mike Tomlin in a new contract. Get him some more money. Bottom line, this, this is all about, it's a big business. Welcome to the business world. It's all about money. The sad part about it is, is how it's word. Like I said, they had a, they were in the committee." This this new business venture, this new—they're in Michigan. They have no ties to the Pittsburgh community. But then again, I mean, then again, you look—you you look around. It's like Dallas has got AT I and mean, T. it, just, it just does does you yeah? Know, I don't know if AT and T has any ties to you know. So I mean, you. So it's hard for you to make that statement as to that's that's what we got. That's what we got to do. No, it's it's not as far as the entire community goes. Um, if you're if you're a filthy rich company, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're yeah, if you're a uh, gas, you know if you're a multi if you're a gas company, grocery chain, um, I don't care if you're a yeah, you, know, you could be a Target, you could be a Walmart. If Walmart wanted to give you seven hundred million dollars just to put stick to name on the stadium, you're gonna do it. I mean pro team's done it, college football's done has has, has done that. Has done that as well. So I get it's business it's all about business. But it's kinda of it's kind of it's kind of hard. It's a shame really when a team like Heinz who had ties to the community. Is for some reason, maybe it wasn't a good business for them, and they, they didn't want to do it. And they couldn't put their business ventures elsewhere. But we'll see. But again, like I said, this is all about big all about, it's all about big business, plain and simple. Since we since news seems to be coming out here today, let me see we can names they have changed and now now and I'm sure for my um, I guess for my um, viewers out there if you're soap opera fans and whatever soap opera you watch was days of little it, up uh, whatever soap opera that you watch and I know soap operas nowadays are kind of becoming a, a thing in the past they don't seem to be daytime soap operas and of course you're a fan, you are a Dynasty fan or a Dallas fan, not Landon. I never telling my age. But have you heard have you heard <laughs> have you heard the, the biggest sub popper going on? That's involving New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson. Now, what is the what is the the, the buzz as I think this comes out as his ex his ex girlfriend, the one who just broke up here recently, had made an allegation or a comment that that Zach, that Zach Wilson was, I don't know. If, I don't know if he was dating or he was sleeping with his mom's best friend or something or some yeah, something something along those lines. And I think that's kind of what it was coming kind off as awesome, is that Zach was sleeping with his mom's best friend. I mean, darn. Just you know, just when you know Zach had a pretty rough year last year, his rookie year in the NFL injuries, he got injured. He had a rough rookie year. Now this, yeah, now this this comes out, and this comes out. How true this is, we don't know. This is allegations. We don't know if the the breakup. This is just blowing off the steam from the next girlfriend blowing off the steam. You know, and she comes up with this. I don't. You know, we really don't know. Um, You know, Zach Wilson hasn't come out and has said any has said anything this that. He's not saying these allegations are true; they're false. He hasn't said anything yet. Maybe he'll address this in time. And trust me, and trust me, it's gonna get Zach. Should know it's gonna get bought up. It's gonna get brought up once he gets once it gets camp. It's gonna be brought. It's gonna be brought up by a, a billion different writers, or yeah, you know, whatever the case might be. Now, that's that is the thing. That is the, the kiss of death when it comes to athlete everything gets scrutinized I was like nowadays is like my gosh we all know back back in the days can you imagine can you imagine if you're a guy like Babe Ruth if Babe Ruth was still playing was still playing baseball to this day and, and Babe had and there were stories out about about the Big Bambino about his drinking habits and I think there were stories out that he was a womanizer himself Babe Ruth now, can you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine, yeah, can you imagine, babe trying to, yeah, trying to get by the media nowadays, there ain't no way in the world, there ain't no way in the world, I mean, what was the Mickey Mantle, I mean, Mickey Mantle back in the days with Billy Martin would get in bar fights, and you wouldn't hear about them that much in the paper, in the papers, but can you imagine if Mickey Mantle played today, yeah, and there's no way in the world him and Billy Martin would probably get in some kind of bar fight, yeah, and to me, nowadays, nowadays, if I had to have it, you've probably seen the story that Billy Barton and uh, Mickey Mantle have, would have gotten would have gotten shot up in a bar The way things are nowadays. And yes, Mickey Mantle, yeah, Mickey Mantle had some stories himself. And it's like, yeah, it's like the athletes back then, you would think it, it kind of had it lucky because they didn't have to deal with the media, uh, you know, the internet, all these, you know, these, Billions and billions of uh, media outlets, you know, Facebooks and Twitters and the Instagrams and all, all, all these, all these other, you know, all these other ones out there. I mean, it is simply unbelievable. But this, but this, this allegation comes out to be interesting. Um, now, the question would be is this: is if this story is really true? when did this all happen, okay? Was it, yeah, yeah, when did this all happen? Because, yeah, because I know Zach is not, Zach is not an old guy. Zach's not like an old guy, yeah. He's still, he's a relatively young guy. What is he, what, 19, 20 years old, okay? Hopefully for the sake of this, this wasn't like something that happened a few years ago. Yeah, a few years ago, and this was going on, if these allegations are true. Now, if that is the case, if that's the case, then the then the uh, lady in question, she would be in trouble because that would be considered, yeah, considered considered like, uh, so, yeah, something, yeah, some type of rape, rape. That's what I that would come off as if that would, if that is really the case, and the allegations come out as 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 of such. Now, if this is something that happened last year, you know. But I mean, for Zach, I guess for Zach, is it wouldn't look good if you had a girlfriend and this was going on. I guess the biggest question we've got to really ask is <laughs> when this all take place? Because, like I said before, here's where the situation comes in. I don't think we need to know. You know, my personal opinion is we do not need to know everybody's personal business. But if you're an answer like Zach Wilson and you're especially in you in New York, yeah, things are going to come out. You know, you know, welcome to the world of media. and Zach knows this. But the biggest question is when did all this take place? Was it like a last year thing? Now this was done a few years ago. It depends on how the age of Zach Wilson. then we're into some serious trouble. This is not this is for the answer showing for the lady that's accused that's accused of, the, of this stuff. That's, that's the biggest that's the biggest that is the biggest thing with the situation is simply put is when 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 did this take place and again like I said we don't know if this was a bad you know it could be a, a bad breakup this is something that this you know, uh, his ex had brought up I don't know I don't know if that's. Yeah, I don't know how true you know, how true all all that really is, but you know, we'll see. You know we'll see as to how this develops. I'm sure that Zach Wilson's gonna have to bring this up today. He's gonna have to bring this up and you know and I'm sure like I said, the media's gonna bring this up. Somebody's gonna ask Zach Wilson, you know, what's going you know, what's going on, what's all this about. But I think for Zach Wilson, this is something that Zach Wilson. Now, this is something Zach Wilson. You would figure that Zach can mean Weather, 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 the storm. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. But then again, you have to wonder if you really get down to the psychological, psychology. Right? Let's, let's let's be honest. How much does it hurt you? How much will it hurt a relationship with? His mom, if his allegation is true, how much his allegation is going to hurt between his mom and his uh, death and her best friend. That's a situation. That's another situation that has not been that has probably has not been thought thought of. But I think for you know, but for Zach Wilson and other professional athletes. Would anything, yeah, it's like if you had like a, a, a Jilton a lover, stuff like this happens like this. You know, for Zach, yeah, you know, for Zach, maybe these allegations are not true, and if they are, then they're not. But if these allegations are actually true, then you have to wonder, yeah, the bottom line is, what was all this, thought of when all this happened? And I think that's where the problem's going to be. is can he get, yeah, can he, yeah, can this be overcome? Like I said, you don't know how this is going to turn out if all the allegations are true, then how's it going to feel, how's, you know, how's the relationship between Zach and his mom, how's that going to turn out? How's the relationship between his mom and the best friend, how's all that going to turn out? But it's a lesson for, it's a lesson for, but I guess, that's what does for you, you have to always be cautious, cautious of, you know, your surroundings. You have to be cautious of your friends. you have to be happy. Yeah. Or, or even, you know, a girlfriend in a situation or right now in an ex-girlfriend. Billy Zach must be doing okay, he's brushing off and lost others like his dating placement. He doesn't see all the sort of model now. Yeah, it's a thing famous, famous, famous for a bunch of TikTok stuff, if I'm not mistaken. But this is a situation where this becomes a situation personally where as it doesn't right now, be like that. I don't know if it's gonna touch that reputation as much. But the thing about it is. situation, you know, how long these two ladies and in the situation is, I guess it's, I have to say, it's kind of an odd lesson, for. the whatever, night, else. this stuff, unfortunately, this is stuff that, unfortunately, what we'll can say? My best my advice to people is we'll have a skeleton in your closet and unfortunately Zach Wilson CJ to maybe have a skeleton in his closet. And hopefully, you know, hopefully this, hopefully this situation gets resolved quick and The biggest can you're through this story. When did this happen? We're gonna assume this happened maybe last year that's, that's one point. Certainly hope this doesn't happen. This could be this could be this could you know go into a totally different realm. But I certainly hope hope that is not not the case here. And for the very last subject I will bring up and this is something again I just read I just read today and I think it's true. And this is to uh I guess you've heard now Matthew Barry. Is leaving, is leaving ESPN after 15 years of doing fantasy football for ESPN Matthew is now is, is now in. Now, fantasy sports have been around for many 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 years um, if you ever get a chance to watch a 30, 30 special it was about the beginnings, the creation of fantasy sports and more so fantasy baseball fantasy baseball it okay. the cool, the cool but like I said, if you get a chance, you certainly need to, certainly look at it. It's great how, it's a great find, it's a great weed, it's, it's a great thing to figure out how people come up with the uh, special events in baseball. baseball. Now, Of course, in the fantasy football class, several years have become become defense sports play. You don't hear much about people still play baseball. Basketball gets thrown into the equation as well. But fantasy football has taken off. I mean, taken off. You hear about all of a different league. We have people going to Vegas in a draft. Yeah, it looks just unheard of. And as fantasy football got popular, you know, many outlets, you know, whether you're than ESPN, not in the NFL.com, the one name that always came his constantly was Matthew Berry. It was his family. He was a big fantasy football fan. He got into a movie. He'd been doing this. It's been for 15 years. And the thing about it is, if you're a fantasy football you know, fan, or fantasy sports fan in general, if, it, if it's... If it's it's in your blood. It's kind of something in your blood. It's something that you're excited about. You're really into it. Yeah. Like I so said, it's been a 34th year that I played fantasy football. I had the pleasure of playing fantasy baseball, which was my starting point, not football. I played fantasy baseball for many years. For fantasy football fans, everybody went to for many years. Everybody went to Matthew Barry And if you had a question, you would see who Matthew Barry might have put his arm this week. for you know, whatever fantasy class you went to, you went to Matthew Berry. And, you know, the funny thing about it is, here recently, um, I know a couple episodes ago, I made some of out. You know, mentioned I would love to have gone against Matthew Berry. It's a good fantasy sports one on one just to see some kind of way to see what wow, I understood against actually such a massive runner of the NFL, or for Matthew Manns. I'm sorry, here he is on the ESPN. He's left it. He's left the door. Certain fantasy football world, and I'm sure there was a so-called fantasy football Hall of Fame. I'm sure Matthew would 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 be in it. Can I see it now? I don't. I don't ever see cat coming with any fancy football waiting to the. Yeah, I don't really see that. Right but it'd be interesting. I mean, it would be a very interesting fit if somebody came up with that, you know, the fancy football hall of fame. That would certainly would certainly be like a baby move for Ty Cobb. Yeah, he would be definitely the first member of the group as far as a uh, hall of fame it was a fancy football hall of fame. Reasons why Matthew I, I'm, sure, I'm sure Matthew Bird does an interview with ESPN or something. I'm sure he'll come out and tell the reason why he's like, doing you know, it. A, a lot of people do it because if you're in the spend more time with the family. You get that, you understand that. Matthew buried all the, all the best of the best in the world and what he plans on doing with his, with his future. He was uh, very insightful. Uh, I really did a chance every once in a while to catch Experience fantasy football show with a uh, fellow and his team members. He was very, very knowledgeable. Uh, he was very, 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 very. hearing uh, I always, always love to, to listen to what other experts, Experience football experts say. Sometimes you'll take that. Ice consideration. It's a just chuck it as like, screw it. I'm gonna do it down. And there's a lot of times, personally. I kind of did that, but I just chuck it, but I was always fascinated to see what everybody was saying. And you know, Matthew Barry, I'm sure Matthew Barry is not listening to this podcast, but if he is, if you I certainly do wish you do the best in whatever whatever you do, whatever your future rules for you, I do wish you all the rest of the world. You did a great job, ESPN, and doing good. She did things in football, things in football. Very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable. vision. I'm sure that guys as you work, with, continue to continue on, will continue in you know, your base in the G family. Continue, ESPN, you know, ESPN you know, sports, you know, sports show. It's too bad I can't. Too bad I can't. But really in mind uh, resume, my resume, me, Can't resume do the show myself unfortunately that's not gonna happen. But but from after that I certainly want sure to show up less in the world and to me if you ever if you ever listen to my dance anytime you want to go one-on-one with myself and myself and face it all that come let me know like I said from moment, I'm always on the I'm not much of a biggest I'm not much of a friendly big media outlet kind of dude but that's kind of what I do. That's what I do. I'm, I work, I me, I'm not out there. But if you want to get with me, I to I'm looking forward to it. When there day when you face the world against each other. I enjoy the opportunity to try to prove people wrong. That's the most kind of thing to work with people love, But for Matthew Barry, I certainly wish him the very best, the very best of whatever, whatever he does. I'm whatever next in life is I'm sure be successful in the fantasy, in the fantasy uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're about to wrap, wrap this uh, wrap this episode up. Uh, for those out there, uh, please take care of yourselves. I'll polish I'll be again soon very soon, who knows, and maybe another day or two as football starts to wrap up and camps are coming or coming coming about and we shall um, and one of the day we'll back and once that comes in I'll be able to jack up more episodes and we'll be able to lot a lot lot, lot more a lot more football. But then please take care of yourselves and we'll talk we'll talk again very, very soon.